This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Monday, the 18th of July. I'm Emily Ferrier. And I'm Nkem Ifejika. Wildfires rage across Europe and high temperature warnings are issued. I think the real issue will be the wind as ever with these fires. And if the wind drops, they could probably bring it under control. If it doesn't, then I think there's real concern that it will carry on spreading. And President Zelensky sacks some top officials. Times of London Daily World Briefing. Wildfires have taken hold in Portugal, Spain, France, Greece and Morocco. And this week it's expected that temperatures may continue to climb. In southwestern France, an area of pine forest equal to the size of Paris has been destroyed. Adam Sage is Paris correspondent for The Times and has been covering the fires. In this area of Aquitaine in the southwest, the the average amount of land that is destroyed by fires every year is about 2,000 hectares. We're we're already over 13,000 in this fire, so you can see that this is already a very, very big fire. Um, It's one of the biggest that they've had since 1949, a very big fire for a country that is, yes, used to fires. Authorities across southern Europe continue to battle the rapidly spreading blazes, with hundreds of deaths blamed on the soaring temperatures that scientists believe are consistent with climate change. Miguel Angel Tomeo, a resident of Spain's central western Herte Valley, said the heat was overwhelming his home. Climate change affects everyone. This area, which is green and cool in summer, is becoming like the south, like Badajoz, Cordoba, and Sevilla. Spain has seen temperatures as high as 114 degrees Fahrenheit, or just over 45 degrees Celsius, during the week-long heat wave. In France, more than 14,000 people have been evacuated from the southwestern region of Gironde, as over 1,200 firefighters work to control the flames. In Italy, forecasters expect temperatures to rise above 104 Fahrenheit, or 40 degrees Celsius. And in Britain, temperatures may top the previous record high of 102 Fahrenheit, or 38.7 degrees Celsius. And to Ukraine now, where President Volodymyr Zelensky says he sacked his security chief and prosecutor general because of treason charges against 60 of their employees, saying they were working against the state. Mr. Zelensky said Ivan Bakanov and Irina Venediktova had to take responsibility for the treason and collaboration cases against their staff. Such an array of crimes against the foundations of the state's national security and the connections detected between the employees of Ukraine's security forces and Russian special services pose very serious questions to the relevant leaders. Each of these questions will receive a proper answer. Bakanov is a childhood friend of Zelensky's and Venediktova has been leading war crimes prosecutions of captured Russian soldiers. There are more than 650 cases against their staff. Meanwhile, Russian missiles hit a prime city in southern Ukraine on Sunday as a Russian official promised doomsday if Kiev's forces try to retake Crimea. The missile struck industrial facilities in Mykolaiv, a shipbuilding city near the Black Sea, in what Ukrainian officials called a massive attack. The Kremlin appeared to be preparing for the next phase of its offensive after the Russian defense minister Sergei Shoigu visited the front line and issued an order to further intensify the actions of units in all operational areas. The Ukrainian defense minister told The Times last week that the country was preparing a million-strong army to retake occupied southern areas. 
Times of London Daily World Briefing. Coming up on the way, an iconic couple gets a marriage license, and a man's life is saved by a soccer ball. A report on the elementary school shooting in Uvalde, Texas, in May, in which 19 children and two teachers were killed, has now been released. The report found poor decision making, saying there was chaos amongst law enforcement at the scene. It took officers more than an hour to bring down the 18-year-old gunman at Robb Elementary School. Texas State House Investigative Committee Chairman Dustin Burrow says there are questions to answer. Each different officer who is connected to an agency is going to have to do their own internal review. Everybody's going to have to figure out, as I said, who knew what and when. And if somebody failed to exercise their training, if somebody knew there were victims in there being killed or dying and did not do more, I believe those agencies will have to find accountability for those officers. Authorities have said that children inside the classrooms called 911 frantically at least six times while officers were standing in the hallway waiting. An Australian teenage boy who was taken to Syria in 2015 when he was just 11 years old is believed to have died in captivity. Yusuf, who is now 17, had been held alongside other Islamic State militants in Hasaka city in the northeast of the country. There was an attempt in January by Islamic State militants to break their members out of the prison, which was being secured by Kurdish-led forces. During the jailbreak, Yusuf sent voice notes to his family in Australia that he was scared he might die at any time. The circumstances surrounding his death are unclear, but it's believed he died some time after. During the fall of the Islamic State, Yusuf was initially detained when separated from his mother because he was over 12 years old and held in a children's section of the jail. The campaign group Human Rights Watch says there are more than 40 Australian children being held in prisons in northeast Syria. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. With the news that Cameron Smith may be joining the Live Golf Series, here's John Jackson with the sport. Newly crowned British Open golf champion Cameron Smith reacted angrily when asked if he was on the verge of joining the highly lucrative Live Golf Series. Reports suggest the Australian, who won by one shot to take home the claret jug at St Andrews on Sunday, is among many players who are about to jump ship from the PGA Tour. I just won the British Open and you're asking about that. I think that's pretty, not that good. I appreciate that, but the question is still there. Are you interested at all? Is there any truth in that? Uh, I don't know, mate. My team around me worries about all that stuff. I'm here to win golf tournaments. The -the off-the-course battle between the PGA Tour and Live Golf Series has intensified over the last few months, with big names including Americans Phil Mickelson and Bryson DeChambeau opting to join the Saudi-backed league. It's also rumoured that Henrik Stenson will be axed as European Ryder Cup captain, as he too is expected to join the highly controversial breakaway series that's bankrolled by the Saudi Arabian Public Investment Fund. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. Fans of the original Benefer can rejoice, as singer Jennifer Lopez and actor Ben Affleck have obtained a license to get married in Las Vegas. After nearly 20 years since their first get-together, the iconic celebrity couple rekindled their romance, much to the delight of their fans. The license was issued by Clark County in the state of Nevada dated Saturday, July 16th, according to details posted online by the county clerk's office. What is not yet clear is whether the two have officially tied the knot, as the marriage license is valid for one year. Some news sites have reported that the two wed in a private ceremony. However, that is yet to be confirmed. And finally, a tourist visiting Greece survived for 18 hours at sea by clinging to a soccer ball. 
Ivan, a 30-year-old from North Macedonia, must have learned a thing or two from the Tom Hanks movie Castaway, employing a sports ball as a flotation device rather than a friend, as he hung on until being rescued off a beach in Cassandra in Greece. A powerful current swept him out to sea, according to local media, but finding a small soccer ball floating towards him, he was able to cling on to survive. A Romanian media outlet reported that Ivan was spotted by a Greek Air Force helicopter that was searching for him and another friend who is still missing. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Monday, the 18th of July. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.